0: Hello, Canada. Today's date is October 28th, 2021. This is Tony in Saskatchewan, and this is another Canadian common sense rant. I am so tired of the mainstream media. And by mainstream media, of course, I'm talking about the larger media outlets in the country, the CBC, CTV, Toronto Stars, Sun newspaper chains, post medias of of the world. The major media outlets that most of us turn to for our daily dose of spin, because that's all it is. It is spin. And with something that we have been quite tired of for ages, it's just finally getting to me a little bit more. Maybe because I'm Getting older and crusty, but I've really had enough of the the mainstream media spin. And what am I talking about specifically? Well, it's one of those things that once you see it and identify it, you will never ever again unsee it. And it's when news reporters, for example, will be asking a question, and it's almost always when they're talking to conservatives. And they will give a monologue before they even ask a question. And in that monologue, they insert the answer that they expect their the person they're questioning to regurgitate back to them. And it just gets really old. Let's give you one example. In the English language leaders debate in this last election campaign, Mercedes Stevenson asked a question of is Francois Blanchette talking about Bill 21, which is provincial legislation in Quebec? And she came right out in her question and, and talked about this discriminatory law. And Mr. Blanchette, to his credit, actually called her out on that. And he even said, Well, you've already inserted your answer into your own question. And that's exactly what she did. Now, you'll see this a lot of times, and especially. I shouldn't even say especially with television journalists, because it's all about narrative. It's not even about facts anymore. It's all about pushing the narrative that they want their audiences to receive. And it's not even, yeah, it's not even facts. I mean, that's why it's so easy to talk about fake news. That's why it's so easy to bat down a lot of the garbage that we are receiving from our our mainstream media. Now, a little behind the scenes for Canadian Common Sense, Lewis and I watch an awful lot of of news shows, political news shows. We read a crap ton of articles. We go through several websites. We listen to a lot of podcasts when we source content for our show. So we kind of get drowned in the media spin so that you don't have to. Does that sound familiar? Speaking of narratives, we go through a lot of this stuff, so we, we have to filter through an awful lot of spin to try to figure out where any story is going. And it makes us a bit more cynical, but it also makes it easier for us to get through to the general point of any questions or any stories that we're we are consuming while we filter through for content for you. A good example of that, and you heard it on our full episode just a couple of days ago, when we talked about the McLean's article that was proclaiming how Justin Trudeau put the smart people in charge and what a great way forward this was for Canada and apologies. We couldn't stop laughing Enough to get the actual headline out. But anybody who is even somewhat smart would be able to know that there really aren't any smart people in Trudeau's cabinet. And Mr. Trudeau might very well deliberately surround himself with dummies just so that he looks smart. And we all know he's a moron. So so, who knows, but you know, right in their headline, of course, they're giving you the spin they're giving you the spin that somehow Mr. Trudeau has picked a whole bunch of smart people, and what a great cabinet he has well morons it' was, it's pretty much the exact same cabinet that he had going into the last election. He's just shuffled them around into different jobs, so they're no smarter than the last bunch because they are the last bunch but it even goes further than that and many of you are long-term listeners here know that I ran for office myself actually exactly a year ago it was the end of October in 2020 in the last provincial election in Saskatchewan and so I get to 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 see it firsthand being on the receiving end of these narrative questions and i think it i what, what triggered me on this was listening to a cbc show yesterday and of course the question always is what is your government going to do to you know solve problem X and one particular question that I received during the election campaign here was well, what would your party do in government to invest in sector X and it's a one it's a wonder that any conservatives any real conservatives could actually ever get elected when that line of questioning goes on. And that could be one reason why they always ask it that way. What will your party do to invest in here? What will your party do to invest? Okay, so invest means spend taxpayer money. That's not always an investment. That is spending your money. So when I was asked how my party would spend your money, and in, in this case, it was the tax sector, what I, I, I could have just said, well, our party's not going to do it because I'm an actual conservative and I believe that government's role is to create the environment necessary to allow the private sector to spend their own money to create jobs and build up any sector. Because a government that is spending taxpayer money on any given sector or propping up any given business is simply picking the winners. And subsidizing those winners with taxpayer money taken from the losers. Well, doesn't seem fair that a business would subsidize their competition through their tax dollars now, does it? But anyway, I digress. When they're when asking, you know, what will your party do? What will your government do? Their narrative is always, you need to spend more money on this. And all, their question is always, how will you deliver more government to us? How will you spend more taxpayer money on Project X? And when you say no, of course, you're a heartless SOB. And I just get so tired of this spin, because quite honestly, in a lot of cases, a conservative could easily answer, well, my party is not going to do anything for this particular problem, because we want People to take some personal responsibility. Well, our party's not going to spend any money on this because we expect the private sector to develop Project X. And so, of course, and they know that. So, but they also know if you answered that completely honestly, they could then jump on you to expose how heartless you are. So it's all one big song and dance. And I really think it's time to stop the dance. It's time that maybe we brought a little honesty back into the conversation. (laughs) Imagine that a little bit of honesty from the media. Well, I can't actually imagine that. And that's the biggest problem. And that's why an overwhelming number of people in this country no longer trust the media. And when they say the media, yeah, they, they group everybody into the media. There are actually some good ones out there Spencer Fernando, for example, writes, I think I believe he's with Post Millennial now, but he's also in, in, in quasi-independent. Um, Brian Lilly with the Sun, he's he's really great. Anthony Fury, post media, he's he's good. But true north, maybe, you know, Canadian common sense, we actually just kind of tell it like we see it and try not to give you the spin and the BS and just tell it like it is. And I don't understand why it is that the the mainstream media doesn't catch on that everybody hates you guys because all you do is push your own narrative and then try to get your guests to puppet that back for you. And you know what? That BS has to stop. Maybe we actually need people who will just tell us the facts the way it is. And don't be afraid to insert your opinion, but just tell us the facts and let us figure it out. Don't just tell us to regurgitate what you think everybody else wants to hear. You people in the media really make me sick.